Hey everybody, welcome to Girls Gone Hallmark, a bonus episode from Long Story Short, the podcast. I'm Megan. I'm Wendy. Today we're discussing Always Amore from Hallmark's Spring Into Love lineup on the Hallmark Movies and Mysteries channel, which if you know us, this is a departure. We're pretty much Hallmark channel regulars, but we had to jump over to the Movies and Mysteries channel. This movie aired on Sunday, April 3rd for the first time. And before we jump into our thoughts on that, I want to invite you to join our brand new Facebook group, Girls Gone Hallmark, where we're discussing all things Hallmark, the latest movies, our favorite actors, past movies that we've loved, TV shows. Are you going to get Wendy and I to watch Chesapeake Shores, which is ending soon? Is it going to happen? I don't think so. I would be more willing to watch that than When Calls the Heart, but hop into our Facebook group and try to convince me on either. You can find it by searching Girls Gone Hallmark on Facebook or just click the link in our show notes and it will take you right there. It's time to talk always amore. Wendy, do you have a synopsis? I certainly do. As Elizabeth tries to keep her late husband's once-acclaimed restaurant afloat, she's forced to work with a consultant to turn things around. He reignites her passion for baking and life itself. Stars Autumn Reeser and Tyler freaking Hines. (laughs) It's time for news and notes about Always Amore. You know, I couldn't find a ton of... information about this movie i could find interviews Mm. but it was kind of like the same interview like repeated over and over and over like they do um so i'm curious to find out what you found but i will say uh starting out this was filmed in february 2022 again tight turnaround these spring movies man that's why they uh didn't have any photos or anything when they started to promote this early on. It was filmed in Fort Langley, British Columbia, although it was set on Bainbridge Island in Washington. And I think they nailed it with that gloomy Pacific Northwest weather. Right. <laughs> I was wondering if Bainbridge is a real place. I don't know if it is. I'm not Indeed familiar with Washington. Is. Okay. Take That's very cool. All right. To get there. Uh, oh, it- is it like a small little island? Yes. Oh, okay. Okay. Very important to note, this was written by Julie Sherman Wolf. I would go so far as to say she's our favorite writer. Is that fair? Yeah. Yeah. I love uh, her movies. Love Julie Sherman Wolf's movies. And she tweeted, I have some more thoughts from her later, but I would like to share right now that she tweeted, okay, so I'm going to need to write a sequel so we can look at and listen to more Chef Antonio. So, oh, obviously that's a joke, but straight from the writer's mouth herself. Oh. So I would, uh, I would welcome a sequel to this movie. I would too, because the way they ended it, I thought was real nice. Actually, it, a sequel could definitely bloom from this story, yeah. and it doesn't even have to have like Autumn and Tyler in it. It could be about the chef, because I actually think the chef and the friend who owns the chocolate shop should get together mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So yes maybe it can be like they do in evergreen set in the same place our old favorites make an appearance but it's not so much about them anymore mm-hmm. yeah definitely did you know that tyler hines got a concussion on set yes i did which i'm kind of 
It didn't really say, the article I read didn't really say how it happened. It said he was alone. Uh Uh-huh. That's all I know also. Do you think he just like tripped and fell or what? Did he run smack into some equipment while he was looking at his phone walking across the set? I don't know. But apparently he did film the past couple of days with a concussion. Yeah, that's what uh, crazy, right? Yeah, and he said it was all bloody, so he must have crashed into something. I'm not laughing. Like, I, you know, concussions are a serious thing, but I just thought it was like so like random like why didn't he say like what happened it's so vague in his Mm -hmm. uh explanation of of the situation slipped on a banana peel (laughs) could you imagine oh my goodness we talked about this in our spring until i've preview episode but this movie was uh produced by gastronomy road production which is giada de laurentis's production company and according to imdb this is their first movie that they have produced well, I will say good job. Yeah. Good job. They got real lucky with that Julie Sherman Walls script. 100%. And with a cast that uh-huh. you know, uh-huh. is appealing for many. Um, I had read a interview with Giada in mm. People Magazine. And she says, many of the characters were inspired by her own loved ones, which I thought was like a weird comment because wasn't the movie written by julie sherman wolf so just like the production come company come in and be like oh i see this character as this kind of person instead does is that what happens i don't know how much say the production company gets yeah it just was weird i was like are we trying to steal julie's thunder here i'm feeling vaguely protective of Uh, Our good friend, Julie. Yeah. Bizarre. Funny little side note. I write the names of the lead characters in all caps in my notes because we do so many (laughs) of these and I can never remember anybody's name. Yeah. And so my notes right now say Elizabeth and Bed. Bed? (laughs) I see see where you're going with this. I see where you're going. Do you have a first impression of this movie? Um, Well, first, let's just say... uh, I think everybody knows this, but this movie does star Autumn Reeser and Tyler Hines, two very prolific Hallmark stars. We've already seen Autumn Reeser in all three wedding trilogy movies. I do believe this is Tyler's first movie of the year. I think you're right. But uh, he was in a number of 2021 movies, including our favorite Christmas movie, An Unexpected Christmas. Not the right title. I just made yes, it up. Yes, it is. Good job, me. Okay, my first impression of this movie is apparently I'm a Hallmark Movies and Mysteries fan now. <laughs> okay, can I comment on that? Please. First of all, so many commercials for uh, Andrew Walker's movie next week. Was it called Curious uh, Caterer Dying yeah. for Chocolate? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like... So into it. It looks so campy and fun. Yes, I can't wait to watch it. And then I was looking at the Hallmark Movies and Mysteries uh, page. I don't know if they have a separate app or what, but like I was looking at their movies that they have on there, and I was like, "Hey, I'd watch. I'd watch some of these." So I, I, I think I'm a fan too. Well. In our Facebook group, one of our Facebook members was talking about 
We were specifically discussing Hallmark Movies and Mysteries, and he said that his favorite movie of the year is a Hallmark Movies and Mysteries movie. So um, I'd love it if I could remember what it was called. So I could the tell you the right. presence of love. Thank you. I actually said it to record. It's on again on April 15th. Uh, so did I. It was. Oh. It, I recorded it on the Friendly app because it was on over the weekend. So I still had enough oh. time to record it. Yeah. Love that. That's one of the best features of that friendly app is you can tap back 72 hours and click something that's to click to record something that's already aired. Totally. And this is what I love about the Facebook group is that I have this person being like, hey, you missed this movie. This is like the best one of the year. And it was on this channel. So yes. go over and watch it. You know, that's that's what I want from the Facebook group. And it's happening. I love Indeed. it. Dude, what was your first impression of this movie? Uh, this is now a top two Tyler Hines movie for me. Oh, interesting. I loved An Unexpected Christmas. That was so fun. And I thought he was great in that. And in this role was different for him, I thought. And I just uh -huh. loved him in it. I loved him in it. That's that's a hard sell for me. I don't know. I, I liked him in this, too. I really liked him in Winter and Vale with Lacey. Hmm. See, no, and I'm going to talk about that. Why, okay. why, what's different about it? Okay. A little bit. So what did we like about this movie? Number one, the food shots. Giada mm -hmm. knows what she's doing when she <laughs> yes. is, is filming food, right? Yes. Did Cooking you know the Tyler food. Hates hate seafood is what I was going to say. Oh, so he didn't really actually eat that scallop. It was the best ever scallop he's ever had in the entire world. He didn't actually eat it. Or he ate it and didn't enjoy it. Oh, and the salmon. And the salmon, too. Well, you know, Bainbridge. There's yep. a lot of seafood up there. Mm -hmm. um, no, I did not know he didn't like seafood. But I will say uh, bravo to Tyler Hines and his acting skills when it comes to eating food he doesn't like. But yeah. I just thought... I just thought it was like food porn. It was yeah. like so good. It was good. I was like, let me have some of Marco's dish with the linguine and the clams or whatever it was and the <laughs> sun-dried tomatoes. See, I remembered the details of the food. I thought it looked yummy. I think it goes without saying, but Tyler Hines and Autumn Reeser are a joy together and we just recorded our thoughts on Just One Kiss and I had so many notes on, on that movie and I have... Fewer notes on this movie, and I think it's because I just was enjoying it. I think they're fun to watch on screen. I find them both very calming to watch on screen. They're just very uh -huh. natural together. And I, rather than sitting there and looking for every little moment to find something to comment on, I just enjoyed it. And I, they're a good team. Yeah, I agree. And that's, I also have like less notes in, for this movie for the same reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, I love a restaurant makeover type reality show. So this one was super hitting home for me. Yeah. Like I was really waiting for like a restaurant makeover, like the uh, interior. And I, you know, they kind of addressed it at the end that they moved some tables around or whatever. <laughs> but I wanted like a reveal. You know, he came and like painted it or whatever. It didn't yeah, happen. And there's some like throwback to... I can't even remember his name. What's the chef's name who dies? Marco. Yeah, I kept wanting to say Michael. I knew that was not the Italian chef's name. Um, there's like a small framed photo of Michael near the mark. Oh my gosh, I did it again. 
but yes. There's not Michael. An homage to Marco somewhere in the restaurant. Yeah, we didn't really get that. Yeah, I uh, I was hoping for that, but like I, I I know I told you months and months ago that I had an idea for a Hallmark movie that was very similar to this. Yes, where somebody came in and then they like helped with their failing business and fell in love. I don't think I I told it on air. No, so but anyway, do you think a restaurant fixer exists? Yeah, his name is Gordon Ramsay. Yes, I do. Uh, no, I, I definitely, I definitely think a fixer exists. Yes, don't you? Sure, there's a consultant for everything. Yeah, of course, of course. Hey, I liked Nana, and I liked her sweet little line. She's like, she's talking about where she doesn't intervene, and she's like, pretty good for a mother-in-law, huh? Oh and, yeah, uh, that was funny. I, I, I just thought she was sweet, and she was in a position where her son had passed, and of course she, that is a hard thing to live with, but she was just so loving towards Elizabeth and supportive. And I loved her. Yeah. Nana came and ate dinner at the restaurant every single night by herself. And it was so sad. (laughs) Not every single night. I mean, they had Monday nights at, at, uh, what's her name? Elizabeth's house, which, which can I say they made the chef cook. I was going to say the same thing when she said, I host Monday night dinner, and then they walk in and exactly that. The chef is cooking dinner. You're not hosting. You just know. change the location. And he cooks Italian food. Yeah. Like I'm like, Ugh, can you get Order enough? Order a pizza for these people. Oh my gosh. Give them a night off. Get a taco guy. Like, come on. Right? Yeah. I thought that was funny. Uh the end well okay first of all this is why i like tyler hines's character so much in this movie is because he didn't start out as a jerk Uh and in winter in Vale, he starts out as a real jerk Uh uh-huh fair enough and and then he comes back around this one he's just a nice guy from go Uh uh-huh and i thought he was just lovely and firm with his like you know business or whatever but then he was like empathetic the entire time I just, he, he was so likable. Yes. That's what made me love him so much. Yes. Their conflict came after they met, but not, you're right. He was lovely the entire time. Um, and then finally for me, the end scene where, you know, uh, Elizabeth thinks he's left town. Mm-hmm. Which, like, what a bad move, dude. You don't just bounce. You got to, like, say goodbye to the people mm-hmm. that, you know. But I know why he was leaving because he overheard her say, like, to the banker, yeah, I got this. I'm. It's me from here on out. And so yes. he's like, well, I'm done here, so I'll leave. And then that was just very typical hallmarky stuff. Yeah. But she thinks he's gone, and then they see each other, and... The, the girl is playing like the guitar in the background the and ukulele yes and and he tells her like you know i was engaged and the reason that ended is because she died and i just cried i literally <laughs> cried watching this i thought he was so great in this scene like i thought he was emotional it wasn't just like delivering the line it was he w- it was heartfelt i loved it well, I also read that Tyler Hines got some news that um, someone close to him passed away during the filming of this movie. Oh. And I 
I read it secondhand. I read it via a tweet, but they had read, seen or heard an interview with him where he mentioned that. So he was also dealing with that. Oh. Um, so that informed some of his acting choices, I believe. Wow. It was good. It was good. Um, With that almost final scene in mind, can we transition to what we wished for? Yes, absolutely. Go ahead. So I only have one, and it's, as you mentioned, it's the scene with the banker. And look, Tyler, you are here because she's trying to save her restaurant. You know she needs to get this loan in order to be able to buy out this dude who's sending her up the river, basically. (laughs) And so when she's speaking to someone confidently and saying, I can handle this, it seems like of all people, he should have stuck it out to hear the conversation that comes after that that she has with him. Absolutely. Absolutely. She just bounces. Yeah. Uh, guess she doesn't need me anymore. Bye. I so dumb. So and dumb. he has these relationships with everybody. I don't think that was true to his character that he wouldn't even say goodbye to everybody else. He did say goodbye to Nana. Oh. She's he's the one who told she's she's the one who told Elizabeth that he had left. He Do said you goodbye. think though, even if he was mad that he would just not even say like, well, it was nice goodbye to Elizabeth? He, uh, that no, feels out of character. He wouldn't. Yeah, it totally was. Um, I thought Elizabeth sounded a little bit desperate at one point. It's it's that scene again where they're talking and the girl on the ukulele and she just keeps going like, tell me what you want. Tell me what you want. And I was like, no, you're like, sounds so desperate right now. Like, just, lo- you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, like when girls like chase after dudes and they're and she wants him to say something in particular. Mm-hmm. Like, I want you. But, mm-hmm. you know, and I mean, she eventually got it. But I just was like, stop that. Like, yes. stop, like, begging this dude. Like, mm-hmm. no, stop it. Anything else you wish for? Because I have one more tiny little one. Go for it. I wanted to brush Tyler's baby bangs to the side the mm-hmm. entire time. This was mm-hmm. not my favorite hairstyle on him. And I think I would take the long hair over this outdated Caesar haircut. For sure. Even if he had taken this and like squished it up a little bit the way we used to get just five the, years ago. Just like a just little judge in front. Just a little something. Yeah. A tiny little faux hawk I would have preferred over the bangs. I agree. I, just, I, I did not like that. He's still so pretty though, but yes. For sure. And just, his wardrobe in this movie reminded me a lot of when he was in Unreal. When he mm. played that bachelor and unreal, it was a very like uh, front tuck t-shirt, you know, V-neck. Well, he wore a lot of jewelry. I don't know if you noticed that. I did one either. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. It's time for Did You See That? I have a few. Me too. My first one is there. Why is there so much fake Ivy all over the restaurant in her house? <laughs> Like, is this an Italian aesthetic? Like, I don't get it. Like, I'm surprised they didn't have, like, bread baskets and, like, wine bottles. But you know what I'm talking about? Like, This no. is an Italian movie. <laughs> it's it was like too on the nose. <laughs> yeah. Don't forget it. She's like, my restaurant and my house look identical. No. <laughs> okay. One of my favorite scenes, and I have some backstory on it, is... Ben buys Elizabeth coffee and he puts the name Cuppy on the cup. 
And they oh. for the cup. Cuppy? Wait, you missed this? I totally did. Go oh ahead. My gosh. They have a whole conversation. They're walking and she's like, I can't believe you put that name on the cup. And they turn around and it says Cuppy. He goes, they asked for a name for the cup. She goes, I would have said Steven. So <laughs> he named the cup Cuppy. But my favorite part about this is that Julie Sherman Wolf in real life, her husband did that in a Starbucks 10 years ago and everybody cracked up. And she said she's been dying to find a time to put this in the movie. Oh, I love it. Did she tweet that? She did. Oh, my God. I love that. That's funny. No, I don't like, you know, I've watched these movies not full at 100 yeah, percent. But yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, no, I totally miss that. That's really funny That's story. Such, I honestly, that just tickles me so much. Name for the cup. Cuppy. Come on. I love it. It's, best thing. <laughs> it's, it's very funny. Very funny. I'm sure Starbucks thinks it's super funny, too, when they get that all now day. They're gonna every get 800 day. of those. I know. I know. Yeah. Yeah. OK, I have a question. Yeah. Do you ever break the spaghetti noodles before you put them in the pot to boil? Um, I have. <laughs> I have Me kids. too. It's hard for them to eat a long noodle. <laughs> Me too. I mean, like just last week I did it. So are you not allowed to do that? Is that like. I knew you weren't super... supposed to. But like, well, Says who? Why? What difference does it make? Italians? I don't know. But also <laughs> I know that like I grew up in a family that would cut their spaghetti. Like, they, we, they yes. weren't a twirler. They were cutters. So uh-huh. we're just doing it wrong across the board. But definitely my mom broke spaghetti noodles. Um, I've broken a spaghetti noodle in my day. I, I just... Yeah, I, it's just funny. You know, we made a video. This is such a side note, but we made a video years and years ago, and we were testing a perfume, and oh. we had rubbed our wrists together, which uh-huh. apparently is a huge, huge no-no when you are uh, applying perfume. Uh, so I'm just wondering, like, are people going to, like, I need the emails. Tell me why you don't break the spaghetti noodle before you cook it. Well, that also has a backstory in Julie Sherman Wolf's life. She was dating someone. She broke the spaghetti noodles, and they broke up two weeks later. So, <laughs> because of broken spaghetti, <laughs> I don't know that they were related, but that was the timeline. Too funny. Did you notice that the cookbook she's using is a Giada cookbook? I know. Yeah, I did it. it. Like oh, Giada's home cooking or something across the cover. Wasted opportunity here too. They should have had Giada as one of the. A hundred percent agree. Why I was she not cast as a judge? Yeah, that was so dumb. What a waste. I know. And then I was like, oh, is this judge somebody like who we're supposed to know? Like they kind of, you know, talked her up a little bit. But was she just a regular actress or was this like a real person? Good question. I don't yeah, know. I, don't I did know. feel like the chef whose burner he uses. Oh, uh huh. Uh huh. Felt like an actual chef to me. I was like, for something <laughs> about his like mannerisms, I'm like, he's either a great chef actor or like maybe he's a real chef. He felt like a chef to me. <laughs> he had Thank real you. vibes. Thank you for reminding me of this scene because the the chef's burner goes out, right? And everybody's like standing around and freaking Tyler Hines, Ben 
charges into like the cooking area he's like what's the problem over here like i'm like dude step down will smith like you know what i mean it i was like and then he's like to the other chef he's like hi i'm ben and then like tells him in 20 seconds why they desperately need to use his burner because they got a lot on the line here <laughs> like i was like what is happening the cooking competition would not have extra burners i yeah, think that's they not would. on them that the cooking competition provided burner goes out everyone has the same equipment so it doesn't seem like that would disqualify them i agree it was just so funny though and then they ended the other chef ended up winning and his restaurant was called chop sticks I, no chop and stick it was called oh, chop and stick i have it written down chop and stick oh my god i thought it was just chop sticks with like a little image in the middle oh that's funny chop and stick oh gosh i love it too fun um one last when they're sitting at the night off monday night dinner which is actually a forced work night by the way but again (laughs) um they say ben fato which i don't know what it means like bon appetit I, i don't actually remember what it means but uh apparently julie sherman wolf named the character ben just so she could make the ben fatso joke oh really (laughs) yes oh that's funny yeah okay that's all i got okay good deal are you ready to rate this movie i sure am are we rating it on the count of three yeah i think that's fun okay here we go okay three two one four stars four and a half stars (gasps) stop (laughs) you rated this exactly the same as you did just Just one one kiss Yes, I thought they were both great movies. Do I think they were the best movies? No, but I thought they were great movies. I thought they were great movies, too. I like Just One Kiss slightly more. The banter. The banter got me. If you missed our review of Just One Kiss, that was released yesterday on our podcast on a Wednesday, not a normal podcast day. You might not have been looking for it, but it's there. Scroll back up. You can give that one a listen. This was a special two-podcast episode week. Next week is also a two-episode week. We will be discussing both a royal runaway romance and curious caterer dying for chocolate. So you will get a Wednesday and a Thursday episode from us next week. Please hop into our Facebook group, Girls Gone Hallmark, and give us your thoughts on this movie and all things Hallmark. And happy watching this weekend, everybody. Goodbye. Bye.